0: hey everyone welcome back to the podcast and if you are new here welcome my name is jasmine i am a certified life coach and content creator and here on just go with it we talk about all things lifestyle wellness and self-growth we are on our last and final episode of 2022 i cannot believe that another year has gone by i feel like we say this every year but It seems like every year, the year goes by faster, and it's just insane to think that we will be in 2023 in a few weeks, and if I could describe my 2022 in a word or a phrase, it would definitely be sink or swim. This was a year of challenges, transformation, obstacles, trials and tribulations. I was really forced outside of my comfort zone this year, and although this year was very challenging at times, I can really end this year with a sense of gratitude because all of the obstacles and detours and challenges that I faced this year has made me a more resilient, stronger, wiser, confident person. And now that the storm has kind of passed, I I see things more clearly and I see the light at the end of the tunnel and things have begun to shift in my favor and I can appreciate all of the opportunities and blessings that are pouring into my life now because I had to kind of go through the thick of it and so it feels really good to be ending this challenging year. I know this is going to be one of those years that I look back on in my life and be like, damn, I did that. I went through that, I came out of that and Just be so grateful for 2022. And with this episode being our last episode of the year, I wanted it to be New Year's themed and really be your guide on preparing you for your best year yet. I asked you over on my Instagram stories if you had any questions for me to help you prepare for the new year and you submitted some really great questions from goal setting, motivation, tips to starting the new year off right. So definitely get your journals, get your pens, re-listen to this episode a few times because there are some really great questions in today's episode and I hope that I can provide you with the insights that you need to prepare for an amazing 2023. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to share a little note from me to you to just express my gratitude for each and every one of you. Whether you've been a long-time listener or you recently discovered my podcast this year, I j- just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in, for listening, for caring about what I have to say, sharing the episodes with your friends, your coworkers on your social media with your support the podcast has completely transformed my life this year what started out as just a therapeutic outlet as a hobby in 2018 has now turned into a full-blown career and i can't believe that this is my job and this is what i get to do for a living and i'm just so grateful and humbled that we have come this far and I just wanted to share my appreciation for each and every one of you because of course I would not be able to do what I do if no one cared about what I had to say. So I just want to thank you so so much for changing my life and I just hope that the podcast can continue to be a part of your journey in 2023 and so on and so forth. So Thank you so much. I also wanted to say, if you do enjoy this episode or enjoy the podcast in general, I would so appreciate if you could share this episode with anyone who you think may enjoy this podcast as well. Be sure to rate and review the podcast, it just helps more people discover our podcast and if you wish to continue to support the just glow with it podcast and myself be sure to check out today's podcast sponsors it just allows me to create the content that you all love and it would mean so much to me and be sure to follow my youtube channel my instagram tiktok social medias everything is linked in the show notes where it always is so that's all i have to say so without further ado let's go ahead and get into today's episode (music) Okay, so as I mentioned, I asked you over on my Instagram stories if you had any questions to me pertaining the new year and how to prepare for the new year and you asked some really great questions and the first question I want to start off with is someone asked, how do you stay grounded towards the end of the year and not feel so overwhelmed and how are you going to spend the last day of 2022 and first day of 2023? I know this time of year is extremely crazy and chaotic from the holidays to New Year's and preparing for the new year and setting your goals and just trying to end the year off strong. I know it can be quite chaotic and this time around things are extremely chill and calm and I don't feel panicked or overwhelmed and it's because I've decided to make certain changes to help me stay grounded. So first and foremost, my motto for the end of the year, which you probably saw me post this on my Instagram stories or on my Twitter if you follow me, I tweeted that I have zero desire to end this year strong or hustling or on a high note, I really want to start 2023 feeling grounded, well rested, refreshed, and that is basically what I intend on doing. I've mentioned that one of my goals for 2022 was to get away from toxic hustle culture and adopt a more slower living, mindful approach to life. Since doing so, it only feels right for me to end the year the same way that I started it, which is slow, intentional, grounded with where I am in my life right now and my priorities and just what I want for myself. Ending this. Year year on a more calmer note just feels so good for my soul and in terms of how I'm actually managing to stay grounded during this very busy chaotic time of year there are a few decisions that I made to help support me in doing this and the first is releasing any expectations of needing to be quote unquote on and letting go of that grinding mentality just allowing myself to slow down and not be in a rush to have it all figured out by January 1st. Something that I'm putting into perspective this year is the fact that the end of the year, depending on where you are in the world of course, is the winter season obviously. When you think about the main themes of winter season, winter season is about stillness, going inward, hibernation, rest, staying indoors, endings, And preparing for new beginnings. So for me, instead of thinking, okay, by January 1st, I have to reset my life or I have to be up and running towards my goals, I'm taking this end of the year and until springtime as more of a preparation season. This is really what inspired my whole do not disturb era that we are in, which, if you listen to my last episode and watch my vlogs on YouTube, then you know that I am in this very intentional preparation season of my life so I don't feel any pressure to like have Everything together by January 1st because I know that when January 1st comes we are still in winter season It is still a time of rest It is still a time of stillness and preparing for basically springtime So I released any of that notion of needing to have my life together by the new year That doesn't mean I haven't taken steps to kind of get my life together if you follow me on my YouTube channel, then you know that I have been slowly implementing new habits and working on my mindset and that's great, but I'm not putting this expectation on myself to be perfect by January 1st I'm just allowing myself to take time doing whatever it is that I have to do whether that's resting or working on my habits or my mindset but I don't feel any pressure at all which is completely different than the previous years the previous years I definitely had this like needing to end the year strong mentality and I just I'm not about that this year that doesn't feel right for me and I am much happier taking this slower quieter approach especially towards the end of the year. I just feel like that's the best way, at least in my opinion, for me to start the year off. Taking this approach has really left me feeling so at ease coming into the new year and if this year proved anything to me, it's that I can still hit my goals and grow despite taking things at my own pace. That is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year is I don't have to work at someone else's speed or someone else's level. I can take things and work on things in my own pace at my own time and I will reach my goals when I am meant to and that has released me from so much just unrealistic expectations and feeling of i'm falling behind in life which i experienced a lot this last year but i've learned that no i am exactly where i'm meant to be everything in divine timing and there's no need to rush there's no need to like be so anxious about everything all the time And another practice that has really helped me in staying grounded has been learning to say no to things and not feeling guilty about it. So originally, I had planned to fly back home to California for two weeks, stay out there The week before christmas and during christmas and basically fly back home the last few days of the year, i had my plane ticket booked and everything and the week before i was supposed to fly back home, i just realized that as much as I wanted to see my family and see my friends, it just didn't feel like that was the right decision for me and what I wanted for myself. Before my trip, I kept saying I want to end this year slow, I want to rest, I want to recharge, I want to start the year off just feeling so rejuvenated and I knew that if I were to go back home, that action wouldn't align with what it is that I desire. As much as I love my family, as much as I love my Friends, being around them, especially for two weeks at a time, is exhausting. I recharge my battery by being by myself. I would not have a place or a space to recharge my battery if I were to go back home for two weeks. And so I had to make the decision to change my holiday plans and choose to stay in Arizona and just enjoy this last month with my boyfriend and with our cats and our little family and just spend the holidays here so that i could give myself what it is that i really needed but learning to say no to things really helped me to stay grounded this time of year and i know it can be hard to say no to family i get that trust me i really wanted to see my family but i know that i would have been so mentally and emotionally exhausted had i gone so releasing expectations taking a slower approach to the end of the year and learning to say no are all the things that has really helped me to stay grounded during this time of the year now as far as how i want to spend my last day of 2022 and first day of 2023 i'm basically taking the same approach so basically how i intend on spending the last day of 2022 is of course starting the day off at our favorite coffee shop setting our intentions planning our month doing whatever just hanging out for the day, enjoying the day out, and I am getting my nails done as well. I'm really excited for that. Gotta start the new year off with a fresh set of nails. I think we are going to like a nice dinner, which I'm really excited for, and then just come home, watch some movies, make vision boards, drink some wine, and just have a really relaxing, chill night in and for some people that might sound boring but for me that sounds so ideal just doing my skincare being in cozy pajamas watching a holiday movie drinking some wine eating some snacks getting a rest and waking up refreshed the next day just sounds like the perfect way to start the new year In terms of how I want to start the new year, it honestly probably won't be much different than my last day of 2022 rest, recharge, reset. That is my vibe that we are on. Okay, so the next question that somebody asked was, what's on your what's in list for 2023? So things that you're keen to start doing in the new year. I have a few things in mind that I really want to focus on in 2023. Obviously, I have my goals and things like that. One of the main things that I am really focusing on in 2023 is cultivating connections, whether that's new connections or nurturing my current friendships and relationships. I feel like with moving to a new state last year and not really knowing anyone here, 2022 was very much a year of solitude for me, and I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but I feel like I needed this year. Being alone the way that I was alone this year, although it was very hard at times, really forced me to discover aspects of myself that I hadn't yet uncovered. Like I said, I have my people back home who I still talk to, of course, but coming into this new year, I really feel ready and like I have the space to create new connections and I know what I want in terms of friendships and I'm just opening my heart to receive those connections this year and of course be able to nurture new and old friendships but I feel like I'm entering a season of connections, creating connections, creating new friendships, and I'm really, really excited for that. The next thing on my what's in list is to optimize my health and wellness. I mentioned how I'm going to be taking a blood work test to kind of help me get a full and clear understanding of my body, of what my food triggers are, hormone levels, like I want to have a very clear understanding of my body inside and out. And so I'm taking the steps necessary to really optimize my health and wellness, to learn more about nutrition invest in my health and wellness in ways I haven't yet investing in a health and wellness coach investing in courses and really up leveling my knowledge when it comes to health and wellness the more you know the better you do and I just feel like I have so much more to learn when it comes to health and wellness in general and how to optimize my health and wellness so I'm very much focusing on that this year as well as being in my do not disturb era so like I said we are in this do not disturb era where we're focusing on our habits our routines our mindset and just focusing on becoming the versions of ourselves that we want to be and and creating the lives that we want to live and this is something that i'm heavily focusing on as well as exploring more as you all know i moved to arizona from california and i feel like my first year here i didn't explore as much as i could have and I think it's definitely because this year was challenging in itself, like mentally and in other aspects of my life, that exploring my new state was like the last on my priority list and I really did not make time for it. Don't get me wrong, I have explored cities here and there, I've tried restaurants, but I really want to take advantage of being in this state while I'm here because I don't know how long I will be living here so I want to take advantage and make the most of my time here in Arizona and really explore the different areas, cities, and things to do because there is so much to do here there's so many beautiful nature spots, just beautiful places to visit so exploring is definitely on my what's in list of 2023 Okay, so now I want to get into goal setting and how I'm setting my goals and how to determine your goals for the new year. A few of you asked how to set goals for 2023, and someone else asked how to navigate what you truly want without the influence of social media. And I think this is a great question to answer with the whole goal setting process. So, first, I want to share my goal setting process that I'm doing this year. So basically my process is to set my yearly goals and intentions and for each yearly goal I have a question of what does this look like and how does this feel and this question is basically to help me get super specific on what achieving this goal means and what that is going to feel because you can say I want to be successful in 2023 but that isn't very clear or very specific and that doesn't explain what being successful in 2023 looks like for you. How will you know when you're successful? To some people, success equals making a million dollars or buying their first home, and others, becoming successful in 2023 could be starting a family or getting married. That's why it was really important for me to ask myself, what does this look like and how does this feel under each yearly goal so that I could clearly know when I've achieved that and what that actually looks like for me. So for example, one of my yearly goals is to become the woman of my dreams. That isn't really specific because woman of my dreams could mean anything and it could look like anything. And what i wrote was to be the woman of my dreams i feel confident secure elegant healed positive healthy ambitious goal-oriented feminine focused luxury divine intuitive and disciplined i also put that this goal looks like practicing what i preach and being consistent with myself and my goals filling up my cup before anything else having a strong, grounded spiritual practice and connection with the universe, and always taking care of myself inside and out. After that, I wrote, what steps will I take to help me achieve this goal? And I put, prioritize my daily habits and routines that make me feel my best each day, focus on my mindset and continuing my on my personal growth journey, making time for external self-care, such as my skin, hair, nails, body, and investing and building on my dream wardrobe as well and what I envision my dream self to dress like and so for the question of what does this look like and how does this feel what I wrote for that are basically like micro goals to also work on throughout the year so obviously the bigger long-term goal is to become the woman of my dreams But there are steps that I can take and mini goals that I can begin to work on, such as practicing what I preach and becoming consistent with myself and learning to take care of myself from the inside out. So I have my long-term goal, my mini goals, and then the steps that I'm going to take to help me achieve those things. So that's kind of the process that I'm taking. And as far as how to set your goals, I think the first most important thing is to define what your desires are, what you are seeking out from the new year and your life. And if you're someone who struggles with figuring out what it is that you want and being influenced by social media, I definitely think that it's important to take time away from social media and forget about what everyone else is doing and get clear on what You want your life to look like. I know it's really easy to be influenced by what other people are doing and what their goals are and there's nothing wrong with seeking inspiration. I definitely do the same but I I think it can be difficult to determine what is something that you actually want versus what is something that you think you should want because you see everyone else doing so. So if you're someone who Is struggling with that, I definitely suggest taking time away from social media to help you identify what your true desires are. And I would start by asking yourself, what do I want my life to look like by the end of 2023? How do I want to feel? Who do I want to become? And why? Asking yourself why is really important in determining what is a desire that you actually want versus what is a desire that you just picked up because you saw your favorite influencer working towards that goal. You can easily determine based on your why behind what your goals are if it's something that you actually want versus being influenced by other people. And after you get clear on your desires, I really recommend just before you even start setting your goals, just do a huge brain dump of all the things you want to do, what you want to experience, where you want to go, how you want your life to look like. Just do a huge brain dump and then after you do a brain dump, begin to refine your goals and kind of clean them up a little bit and see where there might be repeating goals or similar goals that you can kind of group together. With my yearly goals, they're very to the point and super clear. And with each mini goal, those are where I get more super specific and super micro on what achieving that goal actually looks like. If following my process for goal setting works for you, follow that. Or if there is another goal setting process, follow that. Like do whatever works for you and is going to help you achieve your goals. There is no right or wrong way. There are so many methods to goal setting, but I think the most important part is to identify what it is that you actually want and the steps that are necessary. As far as how I plan on following through with my yearly goals. I'm doing something different this year, which I mentioned in one of my YouTube vlogs, that I intend on setting quarterly goals this year versus like month-to-month goals. I did that last year, which it's it was fine, like I achieved a lot of my goals, but I just feel like setting quarterly goals is going to help me to achieve a lot of my goals in a more tangible time frame and be more realistic than just giving myself one month to work on a goal. Every quarter, I will be picking three goals from my yearly goals to focus on. So for quarter one, I might pick one goal from my finance section, one goal from my personal section one goal from my health and wellness section and just focus on solely those three goals and give myself a whole quarter to really work on achieving those goals. That way I am not overwhelmed and I'm not trying to do everything all at the same time and my energy and intention can be focused on just three specific things for three months at a time and I really have a good feeling about this. I feel like I will be able to see better results So to kind of recap on how to set your goals, define your desires, get clear on what it is that you want, do a huge brain dump of all the things that are on your mind in terms of goals, intentions, things you want to experience, all of that. After you do your brain dump, refine your goals, get super specific on the main theme, the main goals that you have for the year, and after you get the main goal, create Smaller goals to make it more tangible and realistic for you, and the action steps that you can take to help you achieve the bigger picture. Now, staying on the topic of goals, someone asked, How do you stay aligned with your goals when you've made the same goals in the previous years where you've failed at the goals? So, basically, how do you stay on course with your goals when you've failed? achieving them in the past. The first thing that I would say is to shift your mindset around failing and what it means to fail and what failing actually looks like. If you've set a goal and you feel like you haven't yet reached that goal, that doesn't mean that you've failed at that goal. One, if you've made any progress towards that goal, that is still progress- Sometimes the timing that we give ourselves on goals isn't the time that we are going to reach it and that's okay. And even if you've set a goal and you feel like you've quote-unquote failed or it didn't turn out as you planned, is there something that you could have learned from that quote-unquote failure or that lesson? Is there a way to learn from that? There have been many goals that I've set in my life that either didn't go as planned you know didn't go the way that I wanted but I never look at them as failures because there is always a lesson that I take from that so I'm saying all this to say I really don't believe in failure if something didn't go as planned then there's either a lesson in that or I'm being redirected and if I haven't yet reached that goal that doesn't mean that I failed I just haven't reached it yet so shift your mindset and also assess the situation why hasn't this goal been reached and is it because you haven't given it your all and you know that you could do more or is it something that's beyond what you can control it's really important to assess the reality of the situation when it comes to not reaching your goals I know this year there are certain goals that I haven't reached because to be completely honest I did not put the time and energy to work towards those goals and that's on me and in order to reach that goal versus other goals didn't work out because of reasons that were not in my control. Whenever I've been in this situation myself it's usually one of two reasons. It's either that this thing that I'm working towards is not for me and I'm being redirected towards something better. Or two, I'm being handed these challenges to see if I really want what I say I want and if I'm willing to get back up and try again and do what it is that I need to do to achieve this goal. And I know in the beginning it can be difficult to determine what is being told to you, like is this a sign that this isn't meant to be or do I need to just continue pushing forward? If you find yourself in the situation where a goal is not working out and it's not something that is of your control, ask yourself, if I were to walk away from this goal and if I were to stop working towards this goal, how would that feel and what impact would that have on my life? And if your answer is, oh, well, it like wouldn't make that big of a difference or I wouldn't really care, then that could be a sign that maybe what you're working towards is just not meant to be. And if you answer this question and you find that walking away from this goal would not feel right for you and it wouldn't sit right with you and it's not something that you would be willing to give up, then that could be a sign that this is just an obstacle that you need to overcome and you know, figure out what it is that you need to do to make progress and move forward in this goal. A lot of times when you ask yourself this question, if you tune into your intuition, you know You know that, okay, this is not meant to be. It just, it's not working out and it's not something that I actually want versus no, like, I have to keep going because there is no other option. This is what I meant to have or meant to do and this is my calling or whatever, you know, your goal that you're working towards is. You know intuitively, like, what you're being told. Okay, you guys, I have been talking for almost an hour and my voice is... Literally about to give out. Like, I am giving this episode my entire all. So, let's go ahead and get into the next question, which is ways to stay consistent even when you're feeling down. And how do you handle feeling down without any reason? So, this is actually a great question to answer today because today was one of those days where I was feeling down. But now, obviously, we're here and I am feeling a little bit better. And I wanted to share with you all what I did to kind of Navigate this feeling and still show up for the podcast and still do the things that I needed to do and get done today. And the first thing that I don't force myself to feel better or to get out of a funk or change my mood. If I'm in a mood, then I'm going to let myself be in a mood. I'm not going to force myself to be positive. I'm not going to pretend that I am feeling happy if I'm feeling like a grouch. I am going to let myself feel whatever it is. That I feel. When I woke up this morning and realized that I was in this off mood, the next thing that I knew was important for me was to go into my self-care toolkit and rely on my feel-good habits. My feel-good habits are the things that I do that I know help me to feel my best, especially on the days where I'm not feeling my best. And so I started my morning doing my morning routine as normal, I meditated, I journaled on how I was feeling, and this didn't automatically make me feel better, I was still in a mood, I was still not feeling my best, but this did help me in identifying and just expressing and acknowledging what it it was that I felt and why I felt that way, which I think is the first step in being able to get yourself out of a funk or feeling down or unmotivated or whatever it is, address the issue at hand I decided to kind of shift my schedule around I decided to take more of like a mental health day approach and if you have a day job where you can take a mental health day for yourself do that for yourself if you can do that do it and that's what I decided to do just give myself the morning to focus on my feel good habits versus just sticking to my original to do list. And so that is what I did. What I also decided to do was to kind of get myself ready, put on some workout clothes, freshen up a bit, and just feel a little bit more put together and also hydrate. I know this feel good habit sounds so small and so pointless, but. For me, when I am not feeling my best, one of the things that goes out the window is nourishing myself properly and it's one thing to feel like mentally down or emotionally down, but if you also add feeling physically unwell, that is just like a recipe for disaster. So I know if anything, I have to take care of my body and so I made sure that I was hydrating and nourishing myself properly because I did not also want to feel physically unwell because then it just it would have been bad. I also FaceTimed my family as well, which is always a nice pick-me-up and just puts me in a good mood and that slowly started to help me kind of shift out of me feeling down. I decided to focus on more mundane tasks that did not require me to basically show up or be on, so I did things around the house, I cleaned up, I went grocery shopping, I just did those like non-important tasks that still need to get done and that was really helpful because it helped me in feeling productive but it did not take anything out of me that i did not have to give for example if i would have just stuck to my original schedule and decided to record the podcast it probably wouldn't have been that good of a podcast and i honestly would have felt so depleted afterwards because recording these podcasts takes a lot out of me and even right now like my voice is about to go out like i can feel it and so i feel like had i stuck to my original schedule i would have been pouring from an empty cup so i decided to focus on more mundane tasks and that helped me to feel productive and i also made it a point to move my body and still get my workout in even though it was the last thing that I wanted to do and of course moving my body really helped me to release that energy and kind of work through the energy that I was feeling and after my workout and doing all the previous things, I just felt so much better and obviously these things aren't always going to work. There are times where I do all of my feel good habits and I still feel like shit, I still feel bad. And one thing that I've learned to do is not shame myself for not feeling better. I used to really beat myself up whenever I was in a funk or just not feeling my best. And I did my feel-good habits and I was still in a funk. I would beat myself up over that. And that does not help the situation. That only makes you feel worse and puts you in a bigger funk, in a bigger depression. And so when I have those moments where... I do do these things and I still feel the way that I feel, I just accept it as it is, I don't beat myself up up over it, I don't get upset with myself, it's just it is what it is kind of situation and I give myself more time to process my feelings and whatever it is that I'm working through. So I want to end today's episode with just sharing some general advice for the new year and how to make this year your best year yet and just starting off the new year on the right foot. And my first piece of advice is have your goals, set your intentions, but be open to change. and be open to the unexpected. I mentioned this in a few episodes ago how coming into 2022 I had my goals, I had my had my intentions, I knew exactly what I wanted to do and then midway into the year things changed. My plans were not working out how I intended. Things no longer aligned and in the beginning I struggled with this because I had a clear plan, I knew exactly what I wanted and I struggled to let go of my original plan and it was very hard because I was resisting what was inevitable. And once I let go of that resistance and the need to control and I allowed things to kind of unfold how they were unfolding and let new ideas and new plans and new goals come in, I realized that things were working out even better and as they were meant to and so now going into 2023 yes I have my goals yes I have my plans but I also know that these plans could change I could wake up January 1st and be like you know what these goals no longer align and you know decide to do something completely different and if that happens then I will be accepting of that I just think that the more that we resist and stay super hyper focused on the goal at hand we can miss out on something e Even greater. Have your goals, set your intentions, but be open and willing for change as well. My second piece of advice for the new year is again, there is no rush to have it together on January 1st. You have time. You do not have to have it all figured out. You don't have to be on and hit the ground running take your time ease into the new year we are still in winter season come january 1st and winter season is about resting and recharging and planning and preparing so take your time doing those things you don't have to be on 100 january 1st i know i won't be i will probably be at like a 30 50 percent i'm taking my time i'm easing my way into the new year without any Rush or feelings of anxiousness because I know that things are going to happen as they are meant to and when they are meant to, and there's no need or reason to rush or force things. So don't rush, take your time. My next piece of advice is if certain goals aren't aligning anymore, change them. You're allowed to change your mind about things, whether it's goals, relationships, your job where you live you are allowed to change your mind it doesn't mean that you wasted time it doesn't mean that you were wrong it doesn't mean that it was all for nothing growth is a part of the journey and if you are someone who is constantly evolving and learning new things about yourself and unlearning certain behaviors it is only inevitable that your goals and your plans will change with that and my last but not least piece of advice for the new year which is a quote that you've probably seen but it is move different if you want different old keys will not open new doors so i actually had this quote printed on my last vision board for 2022 and this is just something that i keep in mind as i I'm trying to elevate in my life and reach new goals and have things that I've never had and do things that I've never done. I'm always reminding myself that new levels requires new versions of yourself. And if you want new, you have to be someone new, do different things. You cannot continue doing the same things that you're doing now, being the person that you are now and thinking that you're going to get new results or different results And there you have it, my loves. Our last and final episode of 2022. We have been recording for over an hour. And my voice is on its last leg if that's even a phrase i'm going to go ahead and end this episode here i hope that you enjoyed if you did i would so appreciate if you could write a review share this episode with anyone who you think may enjoy it be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episodes we have some amazing deals going on the links to that will be in the show notes and if you want to continue following me on my do not disturb era reinventing myself be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel i am bringing you along with me on the journey that is all i have to say i hope you all have a happy safe and wonderful new year and happy holidays i will see you all in 2023 as always until next time remember to just glow with it